Welcome back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The purpose of today's episode is to introduce you to our newest assistant strength and conditioning coach, Gabby Smith. Gabby officially started with us in February of 2022, and she has done a great job since arriving on campus. Gabby oversees our women's soccer team, our swimming program with Coach Brent Jones, and she will start working with our women's tennis team as well. I have no doubt that Gabby will be on many more episodes of the 1-2 Kentucky Blue Podcast, but for now, I hope you enjoy our conversation. How's your Tuesday going? Good. Early morning, Jones and I were at swim practice at 5.45 this morning. So awesome. How'd that go? Good. We're revamping their core circuit that they do before practice. So. Gotcha. They do a core circuit before practice. On three days a week, yes. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So like I told you, the overall purpose of this episode is to introduce you as a Kentucky strength coach. So um, all of our listeners out there get to know you a little bit better, but I do appreciate you doing this with me and taking the time. Um, Jumping into it, I was actually, you know, looking back at my notes when we interviewed you and, you know, your official start date was February 21st, 2022. And as I think about it, I'm like, man, Gabby's been on staff for a while now. It's got to be at least three, four months, but it hasn't even been three months yet, which is crazy to think about because as I think about, you know, reflect back on this past semester. And like I told you guys uh, last week during our after action review, things could have gone, you know, pretty rough as we as we had some strength coaches leave and then you and Jones coming on board. But I think as smooth as it could have gone, it went as smooth as it could have gone. So that speaks a lot to you as a strength coach and you as a professional. But um, let's get into uh, intro introduction of yourself. So where is Gabby Smith from originally? What's your hometown? I am from Rhode Island. I grew up in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Tiny little, tiny little town up there. Um, so, yep, grew up in Rhode Island, went to college in Rhode Island, and then ran away, got up to Boston, and have been all over the place since. But where did you get your undergrad? I got my undergrad at Bryant University, stayed in Smithfield for that one, um, small division one school up there. Um, studied biology, played soccer there. Um, yeah. As a biology major in your undergrad, did you think you wanted to be a strength coach? So I went in undecided. I had started doing like Olympic lifts, a little strength and conditioning beforehand because I knew I wanted to play in college um, and wasn't the strongest or the fastest. So kind of got introduced to that before I even was in school. It's like, this is cool. And kind of got interested in like biomechanics, like why things happened and like changed. Um, but it was like, there's no way I can make a career out of this. Like, I'm just going to go to a business school. And like, both my parents are in business. So I was like, that's kind of just what I do. Um, and started taking business classes freshman year and was like, nope, can't, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Um, so it was like, forget it. I'm just going to do this whole like sports science, biomechanics, strength and conditioning type of thing. And I'm going to have to get my master's anyway. So biology is close enough to get me into grad school to do what I wanted to or thought I wanted to do. Um, Cause I thought I wanted to work in Nike sports research lab out in Oregon and like 
work in a lab and do all that stuff. And then got to grad school and was like, no, I don't like this lab thing either. Um, I want to be with athletes. Um, so didn't always know strength and conditioning was the way kind of always wanted it to be, but kind of just, it's one of those things like you follow what you want to do. And eventually you end up there and tried a bunch of different things that I thought were like the right thing to do. And it just didn't feel right. So yeah, that's crazy because I do feel like I was kind of on the same path that you just described where I went to college and my initial major was criminal justice. And then I took a couple classes in um, that major and I was like, absolutely not. I think my first class was about serial killers and we, uh, first day, first class, they're talking through stuff. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is not what I wanted to do. And then eventually fell into strength and conditioning. But I think D, on the other hand, like D knew, like in high school, I believe that he wanted to be a strength coach and had a plan set up and set up summer internships, even when he was, um, you know, a freshman and sophomore in college. So it, it's always interesting to hear people's path to our profession. Um, and you mentioned it, but your graduate degree, where'd you go and what'd you get it in? Um, I went to Northeastern up in Boston and got my master's in exercise science. Like I said, kind of thought I wanted to go the biomechanics route and like started working in a lab and was like, wow, I really miss being on a team. I had coached a little bit of soccer while I was in college just to make some money outside of kind of being an athlete um, and was like, I really miss kind of just that atmosphere, like being around a team, like getting to push and challenge every day um, compared to like being in a lab where everything's very like organized and like specific. Um, so ended up interning, actually being a strength conditioning intern at Harvard while I was finishing up my master's, um, up there. So, yeah. How was, this is something I don't think you and I have talked about yet, but, you know, as you know, DeVrent just finished up his master's degree, it's been quite a while since I did mine. And I do think even the program at Kentucky has evolved so much since I got my master's degree back in 2009, where everything that we did in the exercise physiology um, major emphasis with uh, the kinesiology department at UK was very endurance sport based. And there was very few, you know, direct correlations between what I was doing in the weight room as a strength coach and the stuff I was learning in those grad school classes. How was your experience with the coursework, the classes you were taking, and then, you know, how that helped you or maybe even wasn't even relevant to the strength conditioning profession? Um, if I'm being honest, not a lot of it, I don't think was very relevant. Um, and there's a ton of hospitals in Boston. So a lot of the exercise science programs are more clinical based and kind of going into like the healthcare field and geared more towards that way. Um, so some of my classes were like EKGs and like how to read EKGs and like public health and that sort of stuff. Um, I think there were a couple in terms of like the true exercise phys classes that were super helpful. Um, but a lot of it was more based if you wanted to be an exercise physiologist in a hospital doing a lot of like clinical testing, um, which is why I was so lucky to kind of get that internship over at Harvard and kind of like have my feet on the ground. And the Ivy League is no joke um, with the amount of teams they work with and hours they put in. So um, definitely a challenge, but like a really good opportunity to kind of get my feet in the door and finding out what strength conditioning really was like. Awesome. 
like I told you, getting just prepped for this episode, I look back at my notes and your resume that you ended up uh, submitting when you applied for the position. And I started just, you know, reflecting on why you were such a solid candidate for the open strength position that we had. Former collegiate women's soccer player, you have quite uh, a bit of experience. Like you said, you had the internship at Harvard. You obviously have your master's degree. You were at the professional level with the Red Stars. And even within the Red Stars, you had quite a bit of experience with the sports science side of all of that. Um, Besides that, kind of fill everybody else in, you know, what's your previous uh, related work experiences in strength and conditioning? So I finished my master's in spring of 2020, which if we all remember, that's kind of when everything uh, got shut down. Um, So I had plans on moving to North Carolina once I finished and kind of had everything lined up there. And it sounds fake, but I was literally sitting on the plane as I got an email being like, yeah, no, we, we aren't going through with this. Um, so honestly ends up being one of the best things that happened, I think, because I fell into a really another internship, but one of the best opportunities at a private facility down in North Carolina and just got to work with a ton of great people down there, learned a ton um, where I really first was exposed to kind of like the true sport science. So working with force plates, working with GPS, um, VBT a little bit, timing gates, um, and then the North Carolina Courage, which is women's pro soccer still, um, actually trained out of there. Um, so got to work with them a little bit. Um, and then, like you mentioned, ended up the next, the following season, working with the Red Stars on their sports performance staff. Um, not much that I didn't have my hands in, in terms of their sports performance. So whether that be GPS, running warmups, kind of mobility work, like activation before practice, strength and conditioning, programming, like even from nutrition and hydration, like stocking fridges with protein shakes and meals and whatever. Um, but really had my hands pretty deep in the GPS download, analyzing, making reports, um, getting to work with coaches, athletic trainers, return to play, all of that stuff. Um, learned a ton, love being at practice every day, like being a soccer player, working with pro soccer players was kind of like the dream. Um, so that was great. Um, and then from there and went to the University of Delaware, um, kind of a hybrid role there between sports science and analytics and strength and conditioning. Um, so I was in charge of all the strength and conditioning for men's and women's swimming and diving, cross country track and field, men's soccer, and then analytics, making reports for all of the technology we had, which was a ton, um, for all the teams up there. Um, and then the opportunity at UK kind of popped up and here we are. Switching gears a little bit. Um, outside of the four walls of the weight room, what are some of your hobbies, interests? Um, you say outside of the four walls, we spend a lot of time inside those four walls. So getting fresh air, going for hikes, kind of spending time outside, um, really important to me just kind of to get a little change of scenery. Um, love taking my dog for walks, going on hikes, all of that stuff. Um, also love reading. Don't know if there's a James Patterson that I haven't read yet. Um, so mysteries are a big one. Um, those are kind of like the main two that I spend my time with. Love 
have you gone in any hikes since you've been in Kentucky? I have not. I've got a couple of days coming up, so I might explore a little bit, see what I can find. So good, good. Um, so like I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, you know, reflecting on your interview, you checked off a lot of boxes, women's soccer player experience with, um, you know, GPS technology, you've been on the professional side. That's what made me offer you the position. But what was it in your mind that made you say yes to Kentucky? Um, I think you think of, you know, like UK and it's like competing for national champions, competing for SEC championships. And um, I knew once I was playing in college that I wasn't going to be able to play at the, like the next highest level. Um, but I wanted to help athletes get and compete at the highest level. So seeing like having the opportunity to work with athletes who are competing for national championships, competing for SEC championships, like working at the highest level and pushing themselves at that level every day was something that really stood out to me um, when I like first saw the position and then kind of doing a little bit of research into it and looking more at kind of the vision and the purpose and the mission behind the strength conditioning department at UK. I was like, Hmm, your core values, they line up pretty well with my core values. These look pretty similar. Um, and then just in terms of training philosophy and everything like that, I was like, I think that could be a really good fit. Um, so that's kind of what drew me initially to the position. And then just talking with you and D on the interview and getting to know you guys a little bit and just seeing how enthusiastic you were um, and hearing a little bit about kind of how you run things and how the staff is kind of united and works is pretty similar. Um, there's a sense of consistency and really um, unity amongst the staff as well. I think that's important too. Like, yeah, we can push athletes, but you have to like the people that you work with. Um, and I got a good vibe from you guys on that, um, which is ultimately why I said yes. Awesome. So a lot of things excited you when D and I were talking with you during the interview process, but now that you've been on campus on staff for a few months, you know, is there anything that has popped out to you that excites you about Kentucky strength and conditioning that you really didn't have a, have a grasp on before you got on campus? Um, I think all like everyone's been great. Like from the athletes to like, the staff that we work with, but like the staff as a whole, um, even the nutrition staff and athletic training staff, like just getting to work with everyone, everyone's been super welcoming and like really friendly. But I think like how much the athletes love coming into the weight room is like something that is special. I think about UK that isn't the same everywhere else. Like sometimes athletes are like, Oh, gotta go lift now, like finish practice. Like this is the last thing I want to do. But I feel like at UK, teams are like excited to be there and like look forward to it, um, which is nice. Awesome. So you're new to Kentucky. And then the, you know, as I was hiring for your position, women's soccer is one of the main sports that you work with. You're also going to end up working with our women's tennis program soon. And then you've been working with our swimming program as well, but with women's soccer, Troy is new to our new to Kentucky. He was hired. I think it was mid to late December. Um, he was off recruiting a lot. I don't even think I met him face to face until mid to late January. You show up on campus in late February. So both you and him are new to Kentucky. 
How has that dynamic been? Has it been difficult? Has there been a lot of hiccups? Is it good that both of you are new? What are your thoughts? I think there are pros and cons. I think it's been a really like nice to have a fresh start in terms of like, we're both on the same page in terms of everything's new. There's no like set way of doing things that either one of us kind of have to like figure out. Like we can kind of make things, not make things up as we go along, but like find our way and kind of figure out what's best for the group without having like a history of like, well, this is what we've done in the past. So we're going to keep doing it that way. Um, I think the team has been great in that aspect too. And kind of just being able to go with the flow and like new coach, new strength coach, like let's hit the ground running and just kind of roll with it. Um, I think the one thing that's been a little bit challenging has just been like, I've been trying to find my way and like sometimes some guidance in terms of like, well, this is how we've done it in the past is nice. Um, also they having just kind of come in aren't used to all the things that we have at UK. So there's just a lot of moving pieces and a lot of resources that we do have. And it's like, they haven't worked with GPS before. So, okay, how do I kind of teach them what I'm looking at from a GPS perspective while they're trying to learn everyone, while I'm trying to learn everything. And just from that aspect has been a little bit challenging. Um, but I think just both of us are all trying to learn what, what's going on with how to best use everything that we do have. Um, but it's also been great because he's been, this is what I want, but I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. Like you go do it, um, which I've appreciated a lot rather than kind of micromanaging me and being like, I want X, Y, Z, and this is how you're going to do it. Um, giving me a little bit of freedom with the group to decide how to best make, meet their needs. All that makes sense. And I think you and him are in a unique situation within, especially with a, you know, a, an Olympic sport. Now, typically if there is a new football coach or a new men's basketball coach, they're bringing in their own strength coaches that they have known um, for probably quite a while. And it, I think it is unique that we have a new Olympic um, sports coach and a new strength coach that is going to work with that team. So I think it's, I think your insights were awesome on how that relationship is going and kind of the, the good and the bad. Um, one question, and I think I know the answer to this, but I, I, I'll be interested to hear your answer. It doesn't matter if you're a full-time assistant strength coach or one of our summer interns coming in. I typically always ask the question like, hey, what are you going to bring to Kentucky? And you have quite a bit of experience. Um, what is something that you have already brought to Kentucky or you plan on bringing to our staff that's going to make us better as a whole? Um, I think I'll go from like a knowledge skill side of things. It's more the sports science, like GPS, how to use Power BI, how to create things in Excel. Um, kind of that skill set that I have that's a little bit unique to everyone on staff. I think personality wise is I'm going to ask a lot of questions and I, it's more to learn about what your thinking is behind why you're doing something. Um, like I want to push the, um, the athletes I'm working with to be the best kind of every day and try to do something new or do something that I haven't done before. I want to learn something every day. And so I'll, I, the best way that I've found to do that is just by asking questions of the people around me and constantly challenging them to get better. Um, and then I get better as well. So kind of constantly raising that bar with the athletes, with the staff, kind of everyone 
and we all get better that way. I, my, my, I thought you were going to talk about Power BI, which you did, but I, you know, what I just wrote down is you do ask a lot of questions and that can come off. Um, if you don't have the right personality, it can rub people the wrong way. And I do think that's something that you have brought to our staff and it will, you'll be a good role model for our young strength coaches on, all right, you need to ask questions. You need to seek to understand so you can learn and you can grow, but there's a right and a wrong way to do that. Especially when, you know, sometimes I'm not the most patient person and you and Jones have both done a really good job of taking initiative, um, you know, being open-minded, asking questions when they needed to be asked and doing it in a way that, you know, as pissed off as I can get sometimes, you guys have not rubbed me the wrong way, which is, which is awesome, which is great. Great. Just makes me smile because I know I hired the right people. Um, I want to finish with this. You talk about learning a lot and asking questions. And I, I don't know the answer to this, but what's something that you're listening to or reading right now that's going to make you a better professional strength coach or all the above? Um, I, right now, every day I like to listen, um, to a podcast by Justin Sua, which is just more of like kind of a mindset, um, type of thing. And I think that's just kind of how I like to start my day. Um, I did just get a new book that I should really know the title of it's a strength and conditioning book. Um, but I don't, didn't look at the cover of it. And then I'm in the middle of peak as well um so trying to finish that one up yeah did you talk to D about peak i've not talked to d about I, i'm, I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he read that and we used to do uh it was either fall semester or maybe the spring of 2021 on our instagram page d would do like a book of the month might have been a book that he just finished reading or a book that he um had read in the past and he would do a little quick book review of it and i'm pretty sure 99% sure that that was one of the books that he read and really enjoyed the peak book. Also starting true North too. Ooh, so. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's been a while since I've read that. I actually need to grab that book and re review at least those first two chapters so I can be ready when our interns get on campus here in a few weeks. But Gabby, that's all I had. I re really appreciate your time. I know we're busy and sometimes in May we're not super busy, but that's kind of the time for us to relax and, you know, do the things that keep us mentally stable. So I appreciate you hopping on here and doing this episode with me. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for having me. No problem. Just like always, everybody listening, if you have any questions or comments for us, don't hesitate to reach out to us at UKStrength at UKY.edu. Thanks and go Cats.